Let me check a level real quick. Are we good? Nope. Are we good? Nope. Can we go now? Nope. That's good? Nope. Okay. Why not? Welcome back to Topicocalypse, the only podcast on the internet where four, sometimes more, individuals sit around a table and talk about things they may or may not know anything about. I am Josh, and I'm joined here by Brian Kane, PhD. It's not a real PhD. Big Dog Jalen. I hate that. <laughs> and Nicole Noonan. How's this it going? This is my first time. This her. This is her, sec- her second first <laughs> this time. Is my, yeah. <laughs> um, all right, guys. So I'm gonna kick us off with the topic here. Let me uh, let me tell you a little story. We have a little story time with Josh here. Um, so me and my brother watched this movie a while back. It's an indie film called Spring, and you can watch it now on Amazon Prime. I don't want to give too much of the story away because just to tell you anything about the plot would kind of ruin the movie. But I'll tell you anyways. This guy, uh, his. <laughs> His mom dies, so he goes and he his mom dies and he gets in a bar fight and he's about to get arrested, so he decides to flee the country and go on a backpacking trip through Greece. And while he's in Greece, he meets this girl. But the problem with this girl is that in the late hours of the night, she turns into like all kinds of like monster type things. Like she grows like a scorpion tail and she eats rabbits and stuff. I have a question. Yeah. Is it like a random change every time she goes through or is it like it's a random change and you find out like it all makes sense. It's like it's a really clever like twist in the end, but it's an indie it's in film. the end. OK, cool. Yeah. And like the cinematography is beautiful for like people who no name actors. They did really well and like the sets are all really good and the, the writing for the film was just fantastic. But um, anyway, so my brother decides to show this movie and when we watched it, like we were just blown away by it. He decides to show this movie to his wife. And his wife is like, I don't want to call her like a fanatic, like a religious fanatic, but she's kind of fanatic-y. She's fanatical. Fanatical. Is that the word I'm looking for? I believe so. Fanatical. And she told my brother that they needed to turn it off and he wasn't allowed to watch it anymore because the seeing the girl change into the monsters was really, was demonic. And she says there's too many demons in that movie. And so my brother, like I talked to my brother about it and he's like, no, it's actually not that great of a movie, and he freaking loved it the first time he watched it. And so that's it, very sad. Yeah. So, like, I guess. Wait, wait, wait. It kind of feels like we've been through this before. Yes. Are you saying when a specific person molds into the likes of whatever their significant other wants? When this, it happens when the, when this, all the time. When the same when the same person does it several times, becomes a personality trait. Yeah, they absorb their significant others. Do you manipulate people? Uh, no, I don't think I have to. That's I... very good to hear. <laughs> Josh, Josh does. We Josh are... is a total manipulator. Yeah, yeah totally. How do you um, think we all got on this podcast? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just holding their relatives hostage. <laughs> um, but yeah, so my question to you guys is, do you think it's, is there ever a time when you should sacrifice like art and creativity for like your reputation or the way that somebody sees you? Do you think there's ever like a good time for that? No. Or not a good time, but do you think you should ever do something like that? Are you talking about like in the moment or like over like a I just, long in, time? In general. I say yes. I think actually within the same context that you're referring to. I think 
that in marriage there are certain things that we're supposed to sacrifice for our significant other but this this is a whole nother level i i don't think that this example of a brother is a fair one but yes there are times where we're gonna have to sacrifice things um for the sake of people that we love and sometimes that means giving up things that that we desire but um it's important then you do it but in this situation don't you feel like it's more like you love them but you should want them to be who they are yes totally so that's where the line is drawn with with this one is because i mean to that extent this extent is is too much. I mean, there's a difference between it, not eating seafood he's, again he's, or changing an entire outlook on like he cha- stuff. he gave up something that inspired him to like do stuff like and that's well, the well, that that happens more than you think. Yeah, it just it makes me I don't think this is fair. Yeah. No. This isn't a justified reason to have to give up something. Right. But there are times where it's it is necessary and it is the right thing to do. I get that. It's, so and it's a movie. It is. It is. So, like, I have other examples here. Like, um, <laughs> it's the big list. I did some research, guys. Uh, so, do you guys know that prep work? I oh, know. Thanks, guys. It's got, no, it's, it's got good. Bullet man. points, man. Bullet, bullet points. This is how it's official, man. I was gonna double, don't look at my prep sheet. I was gonna double space it, but uh, no one has time for that. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Pulp Fiction writers. So, not not Quentin Tarantino's Pulp Fiction, but Quentin Tarantino's in a bunch of trouble right now too. Yeah, but that was for the that. oops. Everybody's in trouble. We missed Jeez. it. I'm in trouble. You're in trouble. We're all in trouble. Yeah. Um. So not Pulp Fiction the movie, the but movie, Pulp Fiction but like writers. Pulp Fiction writing, which are it's, what? it's a genre. So it's basically like the idea of having a noble hero. Um. You know, he's super flawed, or he or she is super flawed, and they basically will sacrifice. Um. You know, willing to sacrifice themselves for the greater good. So you have characters like uh, uh John Carter Mars, Edgar Rice Burroughs wrote him. Yep. And Conan the Barbarian, uh, Solomon Kane by Robert E. Howard is another one. Uh, another a good example in comic books is Hellboy by Mike Manola. So Mike Manola actually, when he came up with the concept of Hellboy, he had people like trying to ban his comic books because he was writing basically about the son of the devil. But here's the interesting part: is that he, like the story in Hellboy, is he is he's a spawn of the devil. He was sent to Earth to destroy the planet. But he rebels against his evil nature because he wants to help people. Well, he was raised by humanity. Yeah, he was raised by humanity. But like that's super interesting to me, and the, just the fact that people were willing to like just want to judge that, and they were telling like surprised that he would write something like that in exchange. And what it, is he allowed to watch Hellboy anymore? Who your brother? No, we're not even talking about Justin anymore. I'm just talking about. Oh, Mike. we moved on from that. Yeah, so no, I'm talking about Mike Manola, the writer. So he wrote this story, and he was being shunned by like his friends and loved ones because he was writing a story like this, but you know, it has a very important lesson to, and it's gone on to be one of the most successful comics, you know, in that genre ever written. So it's just like, you know, if you're an artist and you have a good idea and something that could like potentially be really successful, where do you draw the line between, uh, you know, making your, your peer group upset or succeeding at something that you're really good at? Well, if you're a true artist, do you really care what your peer group is saying about you? you I think you you're... shouldn't need to, but like then you look at the idea of being ostracized and it's, you know, you got to weigh the options of that. That's where I feel like a significant other's opinion means much more than a peer group. Yeah. Because a significant other can sway you. You're dealing with them more day in, day out versus a peer group. You can offend them. But if you're doing it for art and the true sake of art is to 
what? It's to provoke. It's to cause a conversation or something like that. Idea, yeah. So what happens is some artist pulls out something that's really evocative. It's really well done, but it's slightly, um, just for the sake of argument, like racist okay. or something. And it's like degrading, say, Asian Americans. Okay. At what point, if it's provoking such a conversation that it's using, you know, this art piece that's portraying this racism, but it's actually overcoming and saying, you know what, we need to stop doing this. It portrays it in such a light. So in this hypothetical example, do you think that it should be stopped because it's portraying something in a racist way, but it's, its ultimate goal is something for the better good? It depends, I guess, if people can see that in the end. Like if if when you're done producing this piece of art, if it ends up being, uh, you know, something that people can latch on to, if people like change their minds, like, oh, okay, now I see what you're doing. It's a, it's a risk. Like with all art, there's a risk involved in, in creating it. Right. Are you talking like, like in a sense, like how Grant in Grant Torino, he like hated Asians or pretty much anybody that wasn't, yeah, it was pretty much anybody. But then in the end, he ended up being the end, he loved really Asians. close. And he ended yep. up being really yeah. close with them. Right. In such a negative fashion that it, it gets people to talk Big about Dog, it. that's such a better example than the one I gave. I apologize, everybody. Oh, that was horrible. Yeah, we'll but Big Dog, we'll perfect example. That's exactly what I'm talking about. So I, when I was in high school, I wrote a book, and it's called Something Like Normal. And I actually had to, like, I sold that. New York Times? No, no, I mean, I, I sold it as an ebook, and then I ended up having to take it off the market because, like, my friends and rel- like relatives, or no, my oh, I remember and, this. Yeah, I remember, I remember this. this. Yeah, remember and this. so they were all like picking themselves out of the characters, and like I maybe I didn't do a good job of like disguising them, but like everyone, <laughs> my brother like, Jay he said this and that, and so like I had to pull it off the market to keep my family from. And I was getting phone calls. Like it was strictly is a fictional story that I maybe like based too much on stuff. You but, pull some personal experiences from, which is I think yeah, is natural you're if you're writing a book, right? As, yeah, as an artist, and um. You know, not that I'm a great artist, but it's a, uh, I, I was getting phone calls from like my aunt one night and she was saying that like, Hey, don't kill yourself because one of the characters was depressed and like, I wasn't like suicidal. She was, was, she just got that idea. But anyways, my sister and her husband like complained. They're like, you need in my Randy, you know, it's Randy. He, um, was like, uh, now on everything you write, I need to read it before you publish it. And I'm like, dude, no, like you can pay for it if you want. Like you can buy it. But uh, he was, everyone's getting mad at me for writing these things and no one even bothered to ask like, hey, why did you feel the need to write these things? They all just wanted to. Did you find that your relatives were projecting themselves into the characters? I'm sure. And so when the characters show up as flaws, they are automatically getting light shown on their flaws, which makes them insecure. But instead of dealing with their insecurities internally, they go attack whoever the source is. Right, right. And so, like, they've made you such an easy target. It's kind of unfair. They did, yeah. And, like, the thing that bothers me is that, you know, nobody bothered to ask, like, hey, why did you feel the need to write these things? They just kind of, they wanted to attack me. They wanted a, a boogeyman. And so, like, I don't even know what happened to that story, but it was. You should put it back up. I should. I should. I might rewrite it one day. Rebel. Rebel. Sequel. Sequel. The sequel part two. I mean, and that's the reality of art is not everyone's going to like it. I mean, people have their preference. And if some people don't like it, then they don't like it. It doesn't mean that you have to take it down. You know, it's it's kind of like it's like Taylor Swift. I mean, there's a lot of people that don't (laughs) like her and she writes a lot of personal stuff. But I love her. I think she's amazing. I think she's a great songwriter. And so if some people don't like it, then screw them. Yeah. Hey, I like that. 
That's right. Like that. You got fans. Yeah. Keep your fans. If they don't like them, move on. Yeah. Fine. I don't know. Do you think in the case of your brother and his wife, yes, it seems a little odd because we all have a personal relationship on some level with your brother. Right. Um, he's been on this podcast before. Yeah. Um, so it's easy for us being on that side of the fence to automatically portray her as the villain. But in her sense, if she is a true religious, as you said, kind of fanatical, and that's her behavior. Um, and if she's exhibited other patterns of behavior like this versus, you know, you can't go to or see this or you can't, you know, setting limits already. And this just falls into that. Then I don't think this becomes too much of a surprise because like you had said earlier, it's you kind of you sacrifice the battle to win the war and the war is your fight to keep a happy, healthy marriage right. in whatever capacity that means. You signed up for it. But right. you can't just roll yeah. over and die every time. It just, there has to be a little bit. Of, there has to be compromise, right? Well, it just kind of breaks my heart, though, how people are willing to like smolder their passions and inspirations in the ideologies of other people. Have you talked to your brother about it since the incident? Yeah, does, he, does, he, do he, they listen to this podcast? I hope so. No, actually, I don't. Um, no, he doesn't. No. Um, he has a podcast, but I'm not going to promote it. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, I did talk to him, and he's like, well, she's right, man, if you think about it, so it's... No, 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 that's no, an no, easy no, cop-out. No, yeah. yeah, It's one thing to be right, it's another to kind of put your hands up, white flag, it's it's not worth the argument to keep it. Right. To create... Higher intelligence is being able to discern between what is being portrayed and what you think is being portrayed. Right. But yeah. that's a conversation that they need to have that says, yeah. hey, I understand that you might not like this, but there's got to be some cases or there's got to be a compromise on, on other I mean, ends we used of this. To, we used to burn people at the stake because they could cure your fever. Yeah. What? A duck. She oh. <laughs> turned me into a newt. Exactly. Um, all right. Yeah. Any closing thoughts on this? Yes. I don't know. Art is about expression. So, Continue to express. If you don't like it, you know what? If it provokes a thought, then it wins. Art, art wins. And just go Every on time. to be another... What's the name of that movie? spring watch it amazon prime it's on amazon prime you can check it out so okay. yeah that's right. good can you text that to me i'll forget i will amazing um all right guys we are closing out right so we uh close yeah yeah there we go hey. so hey you can catch this podcast on podcast.com google play stitcher uh Podbean, iTunes, Apple Podcasts. That's right. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, at Topicocalypse. And if you have a few bucks to give, we have a Patreon page at patreon.com slash Topicocalypse. We also have an email if you want to send us a comment, suggestion, anything else, Topicocalypse at gmail.com. Yep, you can find us on eHarmony, Tinder, um, all those good sites. Josh, be the closest one on Grinder. Mm. <laughs> um, all right. Anyways, we'll uh, catch you guys That's next terrible. time. <laughs> hey, Josh Peterson here. This episode of Topic Apocalypse is brought to you by the Pop Culture Cosmos. Do you know what I love discussing more than poop knives? Pop culture. And before the Big Bang Theory planted itself on the butthole of pop culture by filling our subculture with crap, I would love. I loved going to Comic Con and talking about movies and video games. And thanks to the Pop Culture Cosmos, my love of all things nerd is rekindled. You can catch the Pop Culture Cosmos podcast on the podcast radio network every Monday night at 10.30 p.m. EST and 7.30 p.m. PST. And the Pop Culture Multiverse show every Friday night at 7 EST and 4 PST. (laughs) 